You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Canine Nation Audio Edition. It's Friday, January 13th, 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life as a Human online magazine. Life as a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeasahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeasahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. Where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain, fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Now here's this week's installment. Training your dog and all that jazz. Before all the dogs, I had music. I still have music. 
Over the years, I've learned to play a few instruments, learned recording technology, even produced a CD or two with some great musicians. I still play and I listen often. And music has been very useful in providing appropriate metaphors when teaching dog agility handling and dog training. I'm a fan of jazz. I'm not skilled enough on any instrument to play jazz well, but I listen to it a lot and I have friends who are great jazz musicians. Although rock music has a fair amount of improvisation in it for musicians, there is nothing like jazz for improvisation. Really gifted jazz musicians play off of each other and seem to invent music out of thin air. I think training my dogs is like jazz in a way, too. As much as I am trying to teach them, I also have to be tuned in enough to them to learn just how much they are understanding and when they might need more help. That immediate give-and-take reminds me of jazz. When I talk to my students about dog training, I use the Goldilocks analogy from the fairy tale. We have to know what's too much and what's too little in order to find out what's just right when working with our dogs. When I start training a new behavior with my dog, I generally use a few things to help her get the idea of what I want. It could be a gesture, or a food lure, or even a special piece of equipment like a touch plate. In order to get the behavior I'm looking for, I may have to help more or less based on my dog's current understanding. And that changes from training session to training session. Sometimes it even changes within the same session if something suddenly works. It's a balancing act of sorts. It's based on some science, the mechanics of mark and reward process, the steps I use to teach the behavior, and obviously the principles of behavioral science. But there also seems to be an art to it as well. When to help and when to let the dog work it out, knowing the difference between boredom and confusion, recognizing the subtle signs of fatigue or frustration in my dog. All of these are difficult to quantify. They are different for each dog, and they can even be different for different behaviors or on different days with the same dog. A jazz musician might call that distinction of science and art something more like technique and feel. The best jazz players and dog trainers would be hard-pressed to separate their technique from their feel. It's just something that happens as they work. The synergy of art and science crosses into other performance arts as well. Magician and entertainer Don Allen performed magic for over 40 years professionally. His legendary magic performances always seem to be happening for the very first time with his audience of the moment. In his later years, Allen confided that only through hours of repetition and practice did he develop the skill necessary to make his act look spontaneous. It was a powerful blend of learned skills and a wisdom of how and when to apply those skills to best effect. It seems to be an evolution from applying basic techniques to a more subtle and effective application of skills at the right time and in the right measure. Knowing how to do something may be enough to get results, but knowing when and how much to apply can get you great results. So this blending of science and art, whether it be in music, performance, or even sport, seems to require three basic elements, learning, practicing, and experimenting to achieve some additional insights. Dog training, however, is not a solitary exercise. We have a partner with ideas and preferences of their own. 
How do we account for them while we develop our skills as dog trainers? This is one of the areas where training based on positive reinforcement, like mark and reward training, can offer a tremendous advantage. My dog has a vested interest in helping me be a better trainer because there are frequent rewards built into the process. Even if I am less than brilliant in my technique, I can still get results that are worthy of rewarding my dog. As I improve my communication and training skills, I may be able to teach her new things in less time, but the rewards are always there. But what about failures? Yes, there will be mistakes, but not too many. One of the basics of mark and reward training is that if your dog isn't getting it, it's the trainer's problem to solve and not the dog. As long as rewards are coming 70 to 80% of the time, most dogs will happily play along until you find a way to show them what you're looking for. That built-in tolerance for occasional errors gives the positive reinforcement trainer another distinct advantage, the ability to experiment. One of the most fun parts of mark and reward training is playing what-if games with different techniques. Using different ways to prompt for a behavior might bring different results. Differences in timing, waiting for the dog to offer behavior, might also bring surprising results. Creative application of different techniques can sometimes lead to breakthroughs for your dog in learning something new. There are a lot of elements that go into training a dog. Techniques and planning, fun and rewarding training sessions for both humans and dogs, and learning and understanding what you are trying to do. All of these things play their part. When I use all of these elements in a good balance, I get a kind of training stew where all of the various elements combine to make for a great experience even if I can't distinguish which elements created which results. When I began teaching my dog with mark and reward training, I didn't have the skill to work with the ease and spontaneity of magician Don Allen. Far from it. Over the years of learning and practicing and experimenting with different training techniques, I have developed my own style of working with my dog, and, just as Don Allen suggested, the easy rapport and seemingly spontaneous ability I have to teach dogs comes from having taken the time to learn about behavior, practice the mechanics of training, and experiment with what I've learned. Even the greatest jazz musicians began somewhere simple. But it was a passion for the music that drove a Louis Armstrong or Pat Metheny to become not just brilliant performers, but creative contributors to their art as well. Our passion for our dogs might not produce a brilliant, timeless jazz tune, but we could create a brilliant dog. We have the ability to enrich the life of another animal just by our working with them. It's not about control or pack leadership or dominance. It's about teaching our dog and all that jazz. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. 
Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Betty White, what's the number one pet radio network in the world? Pet Life Radio. Season Milan, the dog whisperer. What radio network has over 5 million monthly listeners and over 50 pet talk shows? Pet Life Radio. Rachel Ray, where is the best place to reach potential customers if you have a pet business? Pet Life Radio. Put your business in front of over 5 million pet parents with a radio ad on Pet Life Radio, the award-winning number one pet radio network on the planet. Call our sales department today. Toll free at 877-385-8882. That's 877-385-8882. Or email us at sales at PetLifeRadio.com. Steve Wozniak, if Apple was a pet business, where would you advertise your eyelash? On PetLife Radio.